0: This is the Pain Information Network. Welcome back. This is a little peek behind the scenes. We are a group of physicians that get together in a well-organized fashion, and we go to Washington. It's the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. You've heard me talk about them a lot. Interview a lot of these folks. You're going to hear a lot of famous and uh, particular names. And we go to Washington for advocacy. We do it on our own expense, and we do it for you. We do it so that we can get there and get our voices heard so that we can continue to offer you know, treatments and access to pain care, which is so important to so many people, and we get that. You know, you're our patients, and we want you to have the best possible care. And that does require a little bit of help and uh, legislative support and the like. So the good thing is... We do this and do it well and have done it for so many years. I've even brought family members. I brought Kathy this time. and I've had my son there, my daughter there. Uh, and it's just fun. So we get to um, meet with members, and we have a lot of access that I don't think a lot of medical groups do. And it's because we've been uh, very active. So you get to see a little bit of this. You get to hear a little bit of this. And uh, the pre-meeting, uh, the uh, actual Morning uh, breakfast where we uh, get prepared and then we go to the Hill. We actually even got to have a little bit of a conversation with the incoming Surgeon General who really gets it. So it's kind of fun and I hope you enjoy it. So let's get to it. This is the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. We're going to the Hill. Welcome back, ACIPians, and we went to the Hill. It's a lot of fun, and we have a pre-meeting, then we have a morning meeting, then we go to the Hill and meet our members, and we present what we present, and it's well organized. Uh, We have lobbyists. You'll get to hear from some of them. You'll get to hear about some really exciting stuff, and, uh, yeah, one of our ACIP members is now part of the Washington scene. Congratulations, Dr. Singh, and you're going to hear some more stuff as well, and we did talk to the new incoming Surgeon General, so well done, everybody, and we appreciate it. We have a little debriefing afterwards at a famous hotel that will remain nameless, and then we um, go home the next day and get back to our life knowing that we made a difference, so please, when you can do these things, go to the Hill, make a difference, uh, present, uh, basically Basically, access to care issues for our patients, advocacy for our patients. you got to go. So plan on it. It's a lot of fun. You know, bring some of your staff. Um, I I brought family members. I had my wife, Kathy, with me on this one. John brought Cindy, and it's just fun. So think about doing it, and please contribute to the pack. and we're going to keep doing this, and we're going to get it right, so let's get to it. We're here at the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. This is our lobbying, and this is our uh, legislative visits, and this is something we do every year, and we meet really fantastic people and have some great fellowship to advance the best possible policies for access to care for our patients, and that's what we're all about. Isn't that right? Yes, that's absolutely right. This
1: is uh, Jeff Mortier. I'm a senior uh, Government Affairs Advisor to the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. I'm also a co-founder and partner at a D.C. firm here named Farragut Partners. But, yes, we're up here. We're going to have a big Hill visit tomorrow. We just heard from uh, Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady. He addressed the uh, ASIP attendees and spoke a little bit about health care reform, spoke about tax reform, and a number of other issues relevant to ASip. But tomorrow morning, we have a great uh, lineup of speakers who will be there, ranging from uh, Senator Cassidy from Louisiana, who's a key player on health care reform. You've seen him a lot on uh, television a number of times. Senator Manchin from West Virginia is also going to be speaking, so two great senators. In addition to those two gentlemen, we will have will be joined by a number of House members, including John Shimkus, a Republican from Illinois. He sits on the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Um, Kathy McMorris-Rogers, also a Republican from from Washington State. She is the Uh, Chairwoman of the House Republican Conference, which is the number four leadership position in the entire House of Representatives. Um, She will be with us. And finally, Congressman Larry Bouchon from Indiana. He's a physician on energy and commerce and one of the lead champions on the issues. But uh, we will be talking on a number of issues related to reimbursement issues from CMS, trying to see if we can curtail some of the cuts that occurred in 2016. And we'll be advocating for some support letters that would be going to uh, CMS Administrator Seema Verma. And then a number of other
0: issues that are important to uh, the ACIP membership. And we hope to see the new Surgeon General coming in as well. The really cool thing about uh, coming to these Washington uh, meetings, it's like plugging your head in a life socket. You get to see things and do things that you normally don't have access to, but what you're doing really is helping your patients and others with access to care. There goes us, therefore goes us as interventional pain. Don't think it doesn't uh, affect other specialties, because uh, we are physicians, and Uh, Even though we're cross-specialty, we share a common goal, and that's the best outcome for our patients. So what we had tonight was a uh, meeting where we got together and got basically briefed. And during a briefing meeting like this, what are we trying to accomplish? We go through our our, uh, key points, and what else do we do?
1: Yeah, so we go through all the key points, but we also just give pointers. So we have 62 meetings set up total among the groups. We've broken down by various states. So we have everyone broken down by, you know, uh, North Carolina. We have Texas members. So we have, I believe, 14 states represented. So in addition to going through the key issue sets, we just give some pointers on what's the best way to actually lobby your member of Congress. And they're as simple as, you know, what to expect in the meeting. You have very limited time, so get to the point as quickly as possible. Share your personal experience because there is no way to duplicate even though you know i technically work up in dc i was a former hill staffer myself i can't duplicate what you all do in terms of your personal experience from a practice level from seeing patients so it's so important for a first hand experience for a member of congress or for their staffer to hear what's going on out in the real world out in their district and you know that's
0: what we discussed here tonight well for those that don't know this is a, a special time when we get to do something that asap does better we get to get uh, into a member's office and usually see a member. Uh, if not, it's a staffer, very competent folks, and our message is heard. So I know you're going to run, but I just want to kind of wind it up here and just say, um, how how could you best sum up a, a meeting like this and its value?
1: You really can't. I mean, these are so critical to our success as an association in what we're trying to do on Capitol Hill and these policies that are vital to your practices. And so, you know, it it may seem like Congress is slow and and nothing ever really gets done, but we can tell you from just experience in the past the advocacy from ASIP has really been impactful on a lot of these regulations that have come out of CB- CMS. We've seen fee schedules revert backwards. We've seen increases in you know, various procedures and various codes and, and ultimately benefit patients. So these days um, you know, are, are tremendous support because it allows us to put a personal face with who we're representing and who we're representing ASIP every day. And then it's important for the follow-up. So um, you can't really really You know, underscore enough how important it is that folks like yourself and the folks that have joined us here in D.C. and and we want everybody to come up here and get involved in this process because, you know, in addition to being vitally important, a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's very exciting to engage your local member of Congress. Um, So thank you for those that are here and and for those listening. We'd encourage you all to get more involved at at a you know, Hill Day level and in any way possible with ASIP.
0: And I can tell you, Jeff and the lobbying firm um, and Senator Tim Hutchinson. And Ed Woodfield and those that are so important to ASIP and their heritage. Uh, we thank you for everything you've done. You've been incredibly supportive. How many years? So this will
1: be my personal sixth year representing ASIP. Um, and Tim Hutchinson, I
0: believe, will probably maybe ten to twelve. So it's been a number of years. And Ed Woodfield could not have done enough. And I'm going to try to corner him in a little bit, but thanks again, Jeff, and we appreciate it. All right. Thanks Take so much. care. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have a, a really exciting guest uh, tomorrow morning, and the individual responsible for that is a rising star in interventional pain medicine. Tell us about yourself.
2: Hi, my name is Getham Patel. I'm an executive physician at National Spine and Pain Centers. I practice locally to D.C. right outside in the suburbs in Haymarket, Virginia. I finished fellowship about five years ago, so I'm still a young one, I think, but I'm trying to learn from everyone around me and see how we can work together to help advance our field.
0: Yeah, great. And, okay, we're going to go tomorrow. What brought you here?
2: I found with, in the recent years, there's been a lot of motivation on multiple fronts with getting involved politically not only in healthcare, to be honest, but just in multiple different areas of our life. And I found that this year, in particular, with the opioid crisis and uh, with a lot of the changes that are happening, it's really given us, given ourselves the best chance that we have to impact change, and that's what's motivated me to come here today.
0: All right, that's, that's fantastic. All right, so is this your first time? Yes. Okay, so... Um, It's a really exciting time, and when you get to do this sort of thing, you realize that when you come to Washington, you're getting to do something not outside of your bailiwick, but this is what we do. We ensure access to care. So your patient population, what's your goal tomorrow to get across to our congressional members um, for best outcome to care?
2: I would tell them that our goal is to help preserve the patient-physician relationship. And in order to do that, we have to decrease a lot of the regulatory burden and allow the process to be simpler so that I, as a physician, can focus on drug patient care.
0: That's perfect. Man, thanks. I appreciate it. And we're going to go tear it up tomorrow. We'll try to interview you tomorrow after the process. All right?
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Bro. You bet.
0: All right. So this is uh, ambush session uh, during dinner. <laughs> and we've already had our introductory talks and all. So i got a special one here. Tell us about yourself.
3: Hi, my name is Sunny Ja. I'm an anesthesiologist at USC. I practice uh, regional anesthesia and acute pain medicine is there as well. Just started practicing. Just started uh, July 1, so I'm fresh to the game. But I am not new to organized medicine and advocating on behalf of our patients and our profession. I tell all my friends, I was telling my med students yesterday, uh, that if you're not at the table, you're, you're for dinner. Yes, exactly. So, um, And I think it's important that we as physicians remain engaged and we help... Uh, steer the conversations and and lead the discourse lead the lead the conversations on these important important issues that are are facing our economy our healthcare system our, our our population the world narcotics health reform these are all tremendous tremendous things affecting our nation now we need to take a real we need to be at the head of the table leading these discussions that's why we're here
0: that's right so you know you're going to be a rising star as well, and so the, the bottom line is this. Your future is now starting. So what you're doing is preserving your future, and you're making connections and making important, um, I guess, uh uh, discoveries the fact that you want to be practicing 5, 10, 15 years from now so you're here, right?
3: Absolutely, and it's not just about our our, our profession, it's about our patients ultimately, that's why we're all here, you know, uh, we got, we're got we the best advocates for our patients and we know how best we can treat, take care of them and we're here to make sure our legislators uh, use us as a resource and help, and help uh, preserve them and protect them. How'd you get the Surgeon General to come? So Jerome Adams, uh, our newly uh, minted uh, surgeon general, is an anesthesiologist by training, and uh, actually works out in Indianapolis. Uh, I met him uh, my first year of medical school. I was at an American Medical Association meeting. I met him there, and uh, what you know, he was an anesthesiologist. So I was interested in anesthesiology, um, and you know, he initially started off as a kind of a mentor-mentee relationship. We. You know started seeing each other basically at all these different meetings conferences and all that, and it quickly turned into a friendship and uh and you know uh now it's uh now you now he's a surgeon general by by just some you know random course of events and uh, I think a lot of it comes down to timing being in the right place at the right time you know I happened to be at that meeting and when I was a first year medical student in Orlando, and I happened to bump into Jerome who happened to invite me to go golfing and you know and you know what is this 10 years you know down the line 10 years later now he's sitting at the sitting at the uh, uh, head as a america's doctor and uh, i'm pr- incredibly happy that he's going to come join us he knows the narcotic issues he knows the issues that we as pain physicians and, and physicians in general are facing he's been on the front lines for years he's done so much amazing amazing stuff in indiana and i'm really excited about what he's going to do and for our nation
0: yeah nice score home run He hit it out of the park but no this is this is a take-home message to everybody um, when you meet a peer, when you meet a professional, when you meet um, really anybody in life, um, you develop a relationship. You don't know where that relationship is going to go. And look where it took you. So if you could give a newly minted physician some advice, what would you say? Come to these things? Uh, go to your society meetings? Or what would you say?
3: I think... Um, f- for a newly admitted physician I think it 's absolutely one hundred percent essential that they remain engaged and there, there are many ways to to remain engaged or stay engaged or get engaged. Um, some of them uh, include coming to meetings like this uh, the legislative meeting that we 're having today is, is a phenomenal phenomenal opportunity to really get a hands you know get a first hand view on first hand view on the uh, actual uh, process of actually making changes in the, in the political spectrum um if this is something that's not really your forte at least be a member that's what we all ask you to do just be a member c- contribute like that give us a stronger voice so that when we walk into an office and say i represent 4500 members of the, uh, pain physicians in the country that you know it actually means something
0: let's bring those numbers up to five thousand, six thousand. 6000. sky's the limit for us good job thanks for getting this guy here all right, thanks. enjoy this. It's going to be fun tomorrow. I'm going to try to interview you tomorrow, too, okay? Great,
3: thanks.
0: All right, and the beat goes on. I got the president here. I got Stan. I got, oh, I've got some new ones, and we're going to bring them on board, too. But these are true stars. But uh, what do you think, Dr. Riegler? How's it going?
4: So far, it's going okay. Tomorrow, we go up on Capitol Hill. We talk about our issues, and we try to make a difference.
0: Yeah, and tell us a little bit about the issues. I think that... Uh, Uh, The issues are important, they're about access to care, they're really important for uh, anybody that practices medicine to understand that things are changing, changing fast, and um, we're a part of, hopefully, the positive outcome here.
4: Absolutely, so there's three issues we're going to be talking about tomorrow. The first has to do with reimbursement in ambulatory surgery centers for interventional pain procedures. Another issue has generally to do with the regulatory burden that we and all physicians have to deal with. And the third issue is regarding the Medicare Advantage plans and the fact that they're trying to cut off access to interventional pain procedures.
0: So, okay, I'm going to try to catch you tomorrow too after your experience, but the thing is we're going to go down in the early in the morning and we're going to be uh, uh, hopefully meeting with our members. But before that, we have the outstanding opportunity to... Uh, listen to some real leaders uh, up here on the hill and, um, and get their perspective, particularly on the future of medicine. Uh, your take on that, we're, we're kind of in the sunset of our career. I know you're going to be retiring, but you're president this year, and I just spoke to somebody that just started this year. Where are we headed? Well,
4: you know, it's really uncertain. We live in a time of great change right now, and I think it's very difficult to predict what's going to happen going down the road.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, okay, we're here at the Hill. Let's see how it goes tomorrow. And Are you going to meet with any members? Yes, we are. Okay, as president, um, <clears throat> let's say we've got to talk to some folks for next year to come to this uh, congressional meeting. What's some of your advice?
4: You know, the biggest piece of advice that I can give is something that I heard a long time ago. Somebody once told me, it might have been my dad, that 80% of life is just showing up. And that's really what it's about.
0: That's exactly right. And isn't that what, uh, who who else said that? Uh, famous comedian said that.
5: Oh, I don't recall.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. No. But, um, but that's true. Y- you never know what impact you do to others. Um, but I can tell you... You make no impact by sitting at home or sitting behind a desk. You've got to show up, and you have to put the time in and be seen and understood. Most of these uh, congressional folks know we're taking time out of our practice at our expense.
4: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm reminded of one other thing, one other saying. Eighty percent of life is just showing up. And here in Washington, D.C., the saying goes that if you don't have a seat at the table, you just might be on the menu. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. All right, thanks, and you're doing a great job as president. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, once again, ambushing more people. They're eating or trying to eat, and here I come. Uh, I got a microphone, but let's uh, let's take these folks while we got them, and let's figure out why we're here on the legislative sessions, Capitol Hill vill- visits, and uh, go ahead and take it away.
2: Hi, I'm Anu Navani. I'm an international pain physician
0: in California. Uh, We have been battling issues with uh, access and quality of care and reimbursement for interventional pain physicians. Um, We, through ASIP are planning to go and make a very successful day tomorrow at the Capitol Hill, and we are all excited about it. And this is a brainstorming session that we are all a part of, uh, along with um, work uh, dinner. So
5: with that, here is um, the microphone to my colleagues.
6: And I am Dr. Megalyn Kirster representing Ohio. And I am here to help to preserve access to care for our patients in interventional pain, especially in this ongoing opiate epidemic. Uh, we feel that patients would benefit from um, interventional pain procedures. Recent Gallup poll that just came out today shows that 70% of our patients do not want narcotic opiates medications to treat their pain. Therefore, we are trying to preserve access here with uh, Congress and Whitfield sitting right there next to us uh, supporting us uh, access to interventional pain procedures why'd you come and that's why i came i came because tomorrow our legislative sessions i will meet with our senators from ohio which is uh, senator brown and representative uh, brad waynstrup and we will present our case and hopefully they'll support us in preserving access to interventional pain for our patients in ohio
0: excellent now sherry the reluctant one um, hang on a second. It's my honor to have one of our uh, most, uh, I guess, diligent supporters for ASIP through the years, Congressman Whitfield. Could you um, just tell us exactly how important these uh, sessions are and what it means for
7: medicine? Well, it's very important when you have a group of physicians from around the country who are dedicated and committed to providing good health care and access for their patients coming to Washington and explaining to members of Congress and the U.S. Senate what the practical problems are that they face. You know, that's invaluable, and the great thing about ASAP is that Not only do you come, not only do you meet with individual members of the House and the Senate, but you also provide contributions to individual members as you did with Chairman Brady of the Ways and Means Committee tonight. And when you do that, uh, all of these members are always thinking about their re-elections and the money necessary to win those elections. And so when you participate in that way and show your confidence by contributing to their campaigns, it makes a real impression on them. And as we've discussed, the issues relating to health care today are so complex. Those uh, groups like ACIP that take the time to come and explain in detail and meet not only with members of Congress, but also the regulators, that makes all the difference in the world.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because we take time out of our practice and sometimes physicians don't realize or others don't realize that uh, congressional members um, truly appreciate hearing from the constituents and those folks out there fighting the good fight. And so not only do you listen, but you act and we appreciate so much everything you've done over the past few years. Wouldn't you agree that it's important that any voice is heard?
7: Well, I absolutely do. You, you know, there are so many avenues of news media today, Twitter accounts, Facebook, Instagram, all of these uh, accounts. And to have, as you said, individual physicians come to town, take the time, that makes an impression on members and they get a first hand view of practical problems facing uh, physicians and their patients
0: i know you got to go but i so appreciate your time and once again asip uh, thanks you over and over again have have a you know i guess uh, um i get a great retirement is that right right
7: Well, you know, I'm still working very much, and I'm really looking forward to helping ASIP out on a lot of issues. And we're all excited about the speakers tomorrow and the visits that will be made on the Hill tomorrow. Thank you very much.
0: All right, so Scott gave an interview, and he's he's complaining now. He's whining a little because he's got some, what is that, carrot cake? Okay, sorry. No, no, I don't want the carrot cake. I want your comments. Why are you here?
8: I'm here because you got we have to be here, Hans. We have to be here. If we're not here, our patients are gonna suffer. They're gonna suffer lack of access to care. There's no doubt about it. They do crazy stuff in Washington D C. No one holds them accountable. We have to behind Doctor Manchadi, we have to fight every battle to maintain access to care and that's providing appropriate payment for procedures so we can pay our employees and cover our overhead which keeps going up even though our payments keep going down.
0: Yep, and uh, that's why you're here. I'm not going to hold you up, Uh, your carrot cake's waiting, but um, I'm going to corner you tomorrow night after your uh, meetings, all right? That'd be great. I love talking to you all the time. I'm so proud to know
8: you for all the years I have. You've been a great leader for ASIP and a great
0: influence on me. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And uh, listen, (laughs) you ain't so shabby yourself, buddy. So now I have Sherry, reluctant Sherry, and I had to interview that to get uh, Congressman Woodfield. Oh,
5: Uh, now that was a better interview. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not true. All right, why are you here?
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Sherry Albers, and I am both an interventional pain physician and a radiologist, and I'm from California. And why am I here? I'm here because this gives us, no matter how small, a chance to make a difference. And this is one of the ways that you really can make a difference is through legislature. And by us coming here and spending our time, we have a chance to actually make a difference in how this country progresses as far as medicine, or if we don't participate, regresses. So... I'm here because I want our patients to have access. I want our patients to have better health care. I want our patients to have better radiologic care. Um, I, I want better health care all around for all of our patients.
0: That's great. And I'm going to interview you tomorrow after the meetings. Do you have a lot of meetings?
5: A lot of meetings. They'll be fun. Oh, yeah,
0: well. And then we got tomorrow morning, too. Um, you've been here before for these, haven't
5: you? Yes.
0: Yeah, I know. We come back. And uh, thanks for coming back. And I'm
9: going to ambush you tomorrow.
5: <laughs> you can ambush me anytime.
9: Got it. Hey, guys. My name is Ram Pasipaleti. I am uh, the president of the Kentucky Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. And uh, I'm here in Washington, D.C. to lobby for our causes, which are very important, I, I think, to maintain our... Uh, uh, you know, our branch of medicine. That's why I'm here. Yeah, and so these legislative sessions are important. Tell us about it. Uh, the legislative sessions, uh, we go and meet our own representatives. For example, I'm going to go and meet my rep, uh, representative, Brett, Brett Guthrie, tomorrow. And I'm going to talk to him, and I'm going to tell him what, uh, what difficulties we are having, especially with getting reimbursements and uh, getting cuts in reimbursements and uh, the, the uh, extraordinary amount of paperwork that we have to do. And that's what we're going to discuss tomorrow.
10: Did you want to do something?
9: So, Okay. We go to these meetings. Have you been here before? Multiple number of times. Yeah, I know. And we come back for what reason?
2: I
0: think we, we come
9: back because I know for a fact that what we do is working to a good extent. Uh, I've done this multiple number of times, and I will come back again next next year because I know what I did last year has helped us, and that that's what keeps us going. That's exactly right. So we're here representing a lot of
0: physicians. It can't be here, but I want to really encourage other physicians to come.
9: Don't you think next year? Absolutely. I, I want to see twice the number. I want to see three times the number of physicians. People have to recognize that senators and public representatives go by numbers. They go by their vote. So, the more number of people they see, the more we can make an impact. Yeah, man, thanks. I'm going to interview you tomorrow after you have
0: your
11: meetings, all right? Hey, I'm Dr. Paul Hubble from New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm here to be an advocate for ACIP and the policies we need to continue to be able to provide care for our pain patients. Without increased regulatory interference from the government and also trying to keep us being paid reasonably and keep the business of the businessmen out of medicine.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's a that, that's a very good point. And in other words, um we aren't supposed to necessarily be the most cost effective we're supposed to be the most patient effective and to that we have to have access to care
11: yes i think the most important factor in today's world with this opiate abuse issue that's hot topic is that everyone who's given opiates as a first line treatment for the life of the patient is simply providing a solution we on the other hand are trying to provide a diagnosis figure out what is causing the pain, and try to control it without the opiates, if at all possible. All right, all right. We'll see you tomorrow on the Hill. Okay. Anything else you want to say? No. Uh, I wish that uh, we'd have even more participation, because I think it really makes a difference for these congressmen and senators to see us. All right. Tomorrow it is. Uh,
0: support the great organization that ACIP is. Who am I talking to? This is Clint Abel. With Clint Pharmaceutical, That's right. They have been incredibly supportive of us. So this is um, some industry here that has made the commitment to uh, come to the Hill uh, in support because we all march in unison. We're lockstep, right? Absolutely. All right. What are you expecting to get out of this tomorrow? Uh, Hope hope we get some good results from these uh, representatives and uh, some good follow-up and push forward. Yeah. Thanks for your support, buddy. My name is Nick Bremer. I'm a pain physician from Charleston, West Virginia. That's a hot state. Indeed it is. Tell us why. Well, um, uh, well, it's a very beautiful state, but we seem to have a problem right now with uh, with opioids. That is a gorgeous state. Um, And yes, uh, there's a little hiccups there, but we're addressing it, aren't we? Well, we're trying to, um, and one way that would you know that we're trying to address it is with um, you know, increasing access um, to patients uh, with respect to interventions, in which you know can, can you know, ultimately decrease their need for opioids. All right. Well, thanks for coming, and uh, you're going to be uh, seeing your representatives tomorrow, and uh, you're going to be here tomorrow night. That's right. See you then. Okay.
12: Hi, um, this is Sudhir Devan. I'm from New York. I'm uh, uh, first executive vice uh, president of uh, ACIP, the American Society of International Pain Physicians. Um, <clears throat> this society is very close to my heart because this is the only society that actually helps us to survive by representing us to the uh, people, those who make uh, rules and uh, laws. And um, it's so difficult to really uh, survive otherwise if, if lawmakers don't support us uh, for what we do. These days, as we all know, the opioid is exploding and there is so much of uh, happening in the society. And the best way to really help for chronic pain patients is to consider non-opioid interventional pain therapy. And for that, the, our society... It's very integral, uh, very important that our society survives. And so we are here to represent our issues and uh, talk to the politicians to help us. Thank you.
0: Excellent. And uh, let's see you tomorrow night and see how it all went.
13: Hello, uh, my name is Sean Lee. I'm an Interventional Pain Management Physician from New Jersey. Um, I am here uh, in support of ASIP and its causes. I'm, I'm very honored to be amongst um, many of these are my mentors while uh, growing up in the, in the world of pain medicine and I'm very honored to be participating in this uh, event. Um, ACIP is one of the only few societies that not only trains physicians but um, ensures and promotes the, 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 the security and promotes our field in, in what it does and how we can help people who suffer from chronic pain so I'm very proud to, and, and, and honored to be here.
0: Excellent, man. I'm glad you're here, and, and we're gonna hear how it went tomorrow. I hope you want to. You want to throw any words in here? <laughs> Go Hi, I'm Tamita
8: Clark. I'm a physician from um, Greenbelt, Maryland, where I practice interventional pain medicine, and I'm here today to learn more about how I can affect change within our government and how I can be very effective at it.
0: Have you done this before?
8: Very long time ago when I was a resident. I did this with um, the ASA, American Society of Anesthesiologists.
0: Uh, You know that uh, you're going to have more fun tomorrow. I'm telling you, ASIP is really connected. So, all right, if you uh, have a problem in your region and you want to tell your congressional member about it, what would it be?
8: Oh, that's a tough one. There's... There's too many to think about. Um, mostly, I think the, the the main focus would be reimbursement and our ability to offer all patients access to care because of declining reimbursements and not being able to open our doors to all patients. Awesome.
0: Thanks. Thanks for being here. All right, guess who I ran into? Uh, <laughs> the one and only, um, the indescribable Dr. Stanhill.
14: Well, thank you very much, Hans. Why am I here? I'm here because... You need to be involved politically. This is where the decisions are made. This doesn't matter whether it's healthcare care or any other issue. You've got to come and be involved with the decision-making that influences how your life is and how your patient's life uh, will go. We've got major problems we're facing in terms of coverage, and if we want to respond to that, you've got to show up. You can't just sit home and complain.
0: That's exactly right. We come here. It's... Uh it's a great fellowship, and we've done it before a few times, haven't we? Oh, God, this goes back now decades.
5: Yeah.
0: But I think we've made a difference. Do you think so? There's no question.
14: No
8: question. we kept the centers open. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Were you guys here? Remember? Do you remember being here after 9-11? I was here. We showed up. Nothing would stop us. Who was... Um, HHS. Tommy Thompson. Yeah, Tom. Tommy Thompson was HHS then. He came to talk to us. He had a phalanx of security around
0: it was unbelievable. I remember. I remember. Uh, Yasser, I think Yasser Arafat or something was in town, and I mean it was just a wild time. But wild. we uh, we showed up.
14: We did. We actually went to uh, Tommy Thompson's uh, office. One of the fellows from Wisconsin uh, had known him and. Uh, He welcomed us up there, and we had wonderful access. It was uh, very effective and very important. You need that. And it helped us all the times we've gone out to Baltimore to CMS and talk with them.
8: Oh, it's been amazing, Hans. You know, in 2005, when we got the, when we, Dr. Goodman and I got uh, the uh, Durban to co sponsor NASPER bill, the next year we went there, and because of Dr. Manchicati, knowing the right buttons to push, we're in the uh, majority whip's office with five fireplaces giving a you know, giving a uh, award to Senator Durbin for co-sponsoring the NASPR bill, which, of course, is helping us combat the opioid epidemic. It's just amazing history for ASIP here.
0: And that's why we come. We come because uh, we want access for our patients, and if we are consistent and we stay on theme and stay on message for best outcome for our patients, we all win, right? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Well, this is the backside, and I think we made a lot of good progress on a lot of our agenda. They got to hear from actual providers and physicians that are taking time out of their practice, and they appreciate that, and they remember that. There's a little bit of work on the back side where we do some follow-up. But uh, generally speaking, it, it's a good day. It's a, a day for education on both sides. We learn, they learn, and uh, we have a lot of common ground. So um, let's, uh, le- let's hear from some of the folks that uh, were out there and uh, beating the pavement. And we had a beautiful day, so um, it, it, it was just positive all around. So here we go. All right. We finished our legislative meetings, and we are at a certain hotel that will remain nameless. Uh, Cindy, how did it go? It went well.
8: It went very well.
0: Kathy? It went awesome. That's Kathy Hansen and Cindy
15: Swisegood. John? Take
7: the microphone. Talk
0: it
15: up.
6: You know I, him too well.
15: I have the microphone. Uh, I um, have the pleasure of being two extraordinary ladies. I had the opportunity to be with two extraordinary ladies.
6: Talking about the legislative days here.
15: You want to talk about that?
6: Yeah, how was the experience? It's a podcast,
15: Well, it was an awesome day to be part of the American process where we could be here um, to uh, present uh, issues of great concern to to many people. So... um, Nurse, Han- Nurse Hansen, um, talk to us about your thoughts about today uh, and comment upon what you and your physician husband have been doing um, and what it means to you.
2: We were really surprised on the reception with the opioid abuse. So many of the people that we met with are just starting to get educated on it and they really wanted to talk to us about it. They even grilled us about what was going on. We made a lot of contacts, and they're getting ready to have a big meeting about this in the next few weeks. And so they've asked for all of our input on this.
15: Well, I'll tell you what. It is an issue, Okay, as Dr. Hansen has uh, uh, talked about in, in, in previous uh, podcast, a, a, a national issue of great concern. And Cindy? What's your thoughts about today?
6: I think the professionalism that was shown by all the doctors here to represent their pain specialties was amazing. I only wish that Congress and the Senate and the government would understand the plight and the desire of these guys to make their particular profession more efficient and proficient and help more people with less regulation and less time-consuming garbage
0: <laughs> uh, that's well done all right
12: Here you go. so today's day was actually quite educational for me um, i did realize that uh, there is a, a huge gap of education that uh, this politician though they have the best interest to help the community they really need our feedback to guide them to what best they could do for example uh, opioid explosion and all this uh, uh, deaths happening because of the over prescription of the opioids they need help because they want to do it but without our help they won't do it so this was a very productive day for us and we spent time uh, uh, with them and uh, uh, we represented our our issues and uh, hopefully uh, we will get some some um, some help from them and uh, to make sure that uh, it is it is it is helping to our society at large
13: Hello, uh, my name is Sean Lee. I'm an interventional pain physician from New Jersey. This was my first uh, visit to Capitol Hill uh, as part of the ACIP, um Capitol Hill event, and I would have to say this has been a, 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 a mind mind blowing, eye opening experience for me. Um, oftentimes, we get pigeonholed in a in an office and trying to help our patients and not see the bigger picture. So I was very honored uh, to take part and and. and be able to exercise my civil right to voice my opinions to our leadership, uh, to be able to ensure and secure the future of our field, uh, and that is to help uh, patients who suffer from chronic pain and to protect their access to care and to protect them from... um, less safe uh, avenues such as uh, chronic opioids. So it was my honor, and it's been a wonderful experience, and I hope I can do this in the future.
10: Hi, this is Sanjay Bakshi. Uh, I'm one of the board members of ASIP, and um, I've been doing this for many, many years, but I think beyond any doubt this was the best year that I've ever uh, attended this uh, legislative sessions. I think uh, we were very well received by most of the offices that we went to today. Uh, I suspect a big reason is that because of the opiate crisis, people are really listening and they're very interested and they want to know what the options are moving forward. Um, I think all three issues that we discussed today with uh, the different members, whether it be the ASC cuts, whether it be... Um, the Medicare Advantage or uh, the increased regulatory burden were all very well received by uh, and I think the one thing that I think I heard commonly in all the offices was this complaints of increased regulatory burden has been voiced to them by many different uh, doctor groups. So I think it really brings home the point that what we're doing does count going there and keeping on you know, telling them what needs to be done does really count if enough, if there's enough of a critical mass. So, you know, makes you feel that what we're doing is worth doing, and it it's worth the time taken out from our busy practices to come and do this. So, I really felt today was a very productive day, and um, that's all I've got to say. Thanks
0: Tell us about today. Tell us about today, Francis.
4: Today was a great day. We had wonderful speakers. We heard from distinguished people. Some, many of them, actually, physicians who talk to us about health care reform. I think they really got our issues. We went up on Capitol Hill. We did our Capitol Hill business, and it's been a great day,
14: and it's been a great opportunity to mix together with uh, other people from ACIP. You know, it's a time to be optimistic. It's a time to be optimistic for our patients. I think that there have been some real problems with Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, where people have been forced to buy insurance they can't afford. It's basically an unmandated tax. I think that we've got a future for them where people can buy what they need, people can live their lives, and this current administration can make this happen. We are hoping. And we've we've got the leadership in the uh, House and in the Senate, uh, and I'm going to say on both sides of the aisle, who... If things bend just a little bit, we'll bring it all together.
0: Any closing comments? You all should come out and join us. Next year. Absolutely. All right. John?
15: Um, You know, this evening, uh, I I hope that we communicate a theme of relief and joy and fellowship and also in the hope that the things that we believe in perhaps were heard today because each of the people that have spoken work night and day in very difficult circumstances to take care of uh, people with complex uh, pain spine, uh, major joint disorders that lack answers we all talk about an opiate crisis but yet we all know there are people that have to have these uh, to have any meaningful life, functional life and lastly because we stand alone somewhat in trying to come to Washington, D.C., when, in fact, we're leaving our families and practices and we're, we're trying with all of our hearts to do the, the right thing. We face a barrier of regulation, scrutiny. We have been uh, 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 admonished and diminished. Uh, uh, I call it medical correctness to the point that we almost are, are non-rendered um, 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 uh, in, in so many ways we're, we're set back in, in trying to do the, the simple uh, um, uh, completeness of the oath to Hippocrates that we simply want to relieve pain and suffering and so I in, in my remarks as I go um, hand this off Dr. Hansen i um, grateful that I live in uh, in a country that embraces peace and freedom, and we can redress our issues. And I look forward to speaking once again.
0: Awesome, man. Thanks. well that's uh, that's the way it is you know what did uh, Queen once say keep your love alive we love what we do so to keep it alive we've got to go to Washington we've got to advocate for our patients and that's what we did so uh, next year plan on doing it uh, contributions to the PAC. please come to the meetings uh, participate let me know what you want to hear if there's something uh, you want on a podcast let me know if you want to participate in the podcast I'd love to have you uh, even hearing from some patients perspective is, is really great so basically uh, let's sign out now you You've heard a lot of stuff, a lot of important people. Uh, we made a dent, and uh, we we're going to continue to beat the door and make our voice heard. So we'll see you soon.
15: <coughs>
0: that was self